Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week, we're looking at the reality of the emotional pain of this journey. I often talk about you'll be okay, whatever happens. What does that mean? Does that mean you never feel pain and anger and sadness? You just know you're going to be okay. You're going to be this Zen Buddhist master and go through life in this internal peace and well-being? Sadly not. But it does mean you are going to be okay whatever happens and it does allow the journey to feel a bit easier and flow more. But let's unpack what I really mean by that. Let's recognise we are human and we're going to have some really crappy emotional times on this emotional roller coaster. But it still means we're going to be okay whatever happens. Let's dive in and unpack that and help you know whatever you're feeling, you're still okay. depth of pain and grief, anger, sadness, the depth of emotion on this fertility journey I don't think is truly recognised by society, it's hidden, I guess like a lot of mental health challenges, it's hidden. My wife and I, when we got married, knew that maybe we won't be able to have children. We both, we met doing youth work and children's work. Children and youth was such a big part of our lives. We enjoyed being around them so much. I loved doing youth work. I loved the connection, the relationships and really inspiring young people to to be their best, to help them know that they're special and they can do anything in the world. And I think we tend to want to bring into the world the thing we most craved as a kid, and I guess that's what I craved most as a kid, to, to feel special. I was ignored in so many ways, abandoned emotionally and sometimes physically, and I didn't feel special, never felt good enough. I just wanted these young people to know they're special. I got so much joy and satisfaction from doing that work. My wife and I met doing it. And before I met my wife, I always assumed that I'd have children, I'd have a family. It was just, wasn't a conscious goal. I guess it was just an unconscious assumption picture of family life, what that means. And even now when I tune into that, it's still quite painful because we just had the one. And I guess unconsciously I always thought that we'd have more than one. It's not the family I imagined I would have. And when we got together, we thought it's okay. Here were we loving kids that weren't ours in the work we were doing and 
And we also will be fine. We can foster, we can adopt. We thought we were okay with the fact we couldn't have our own children. Little did we know we were kidding ourselves. It was always, don't go there, don't even go there, there's no point. It's not even a possibility, just don't even consider that. And at the same time, don't even consider the pain that may be associated with the fact we can't have our own children. And it wasn't until eight years later, unexpectedly, through my wife's work of focusing on her health and well-being and working with a holistic gynecologist, having our own children became a possibility for the first time in our lives. It was only then that we allowed ourselves to, to consider that possibility, to feel into that, to, to really recognise there's nothing more we want in the whole world. And to really allow ourselves to feel that. Because suddenly it felt possible, suddenly it felt hopeful. It was like, I don't know, the sun coming out after a long, long, wet, grey winter. Feeling the sun on our face after a long, wet, cold winter. Felt amazing. But then after about a year of trying, less than a year, we just knew you would become experts on this journey. We knew there was something wrong. It wasn't happening. And that's when I did my first test. All the focus being on her up to that point. And it was disastrous. Across the board, disastrous. We've gone from this elation, this hope, this possibility, this recognising there's nothing more we want in the world to it being taken away. It's like suddenly been given a gift, a possibility, and then been taken away again. No, it's not yours to have. It's like it felt so cool. Why give us that gift? Why give us a sense of possibility and then take it away again? It felt so cool. So cool. And the reality that it may never happen really facing that reality was devastating absolutely devastating and I don't think that's really recognised and in my work I help people know that okay whatever happens and that doesn't mean you never feel grief, sadness or fear or anger it doesn't mean that at all I can't help people become a Zen Buddhist master and live in this sense of peace and well-being 24 hours they were every waking moment. A, that's impossible. And B, life would be really boring. Any point in time, we're either living what I call inside out or outside in. We either have an inside out mindset or an outside in mindset. When we're living outside in, yeah, we're caught into a bunch of thinking that thinks we need uh, things on the outside to feel something on the inside. We get caught into the belief that having a baby will give us something, the promotion will give us something, be all more money or more responsibility or more opportunity. But these things, nothing in our life makes us feel anything. 100% of our human experience comes from the inside out. It only works one way. Yeah, the more we see that, the less we pay attention to our emotions, the less we take a meaning from emotions. It doesn't mean we don't have emotions. We're human. We're humans. We're going to have emotions. We're going to feel stuff. We're not superheroes. And sometimes I think we think we need to be superheroes. No. 
Sometimes you're going to feel sad. Sometimes you're going to feel angry. In fact, since I've done my own kind of Project U journey, I really understand how the mind works. I have a much wider range of emotion. I'm more likely to feel anger or sadness or fear. Because in the past, I would have avoided it. In the past, I would have resented it, avoided it. Keep it out, it's bad, don't go there. Or if I'm feeling anger, how do I fix this? How do I change this? I didn't actually feel it. I always consider myself to be a, when I was a kid, a good boy. I always tried to be the good one. Thinking unconsciously, if I'm the good one, I get I get loved. Get, yeah, feel love. I always prided myself to me, maybe I'd be a good man, doing the right thing, helping others, serving others. When we got married, my wife said I had passive aggression. And she was a trained counsellor, and this is way back then, I knew nothing about personal development really, and I never really knew what that term meant, but I never considered myself to be aggressive, complete opposite. But actually, she was right. Passive-aggressive is where you're not feeling aggression, you're not feeling emotion, you're bearing it, you're internalising it, and it comes out in unhelpful ways. It's more destructive. I always tried to avoid negative emotions, I thought it was destructive, because that's what I witnessed growing up. I never saw actually following through with that. It doesn't have to be destructive. And now I have a much wider range of emotion. I can feel my emotion. I'm not scared of my emotion. And it doesn't mean you feel out of control. I have a much wider range of emotion, but I also have much more sense of peace and flow and ease and happiness. It's like the weather. You can have the clouds, the rain, the wind, but it passes. Maybe the British weather's not the, the right analogy because we get quite a lot of rain. But psychology, psychologically, our default setting is peace of mind. We stop interfering with this self-correcting system when we feel angry or sad. If we don't take any meaning from it, don't try and fix it, don't attribute it to our circumstances. I think it's a thought storm moving through. It moves through far quicker. We come back into peace and flow and ease so much quicker and easier. You can know you're okay whether you feel okay or not. It's not about never feeling okay. True freedom is not never feeling angry or sad. True freedom is not caring how you feel. Not taking any meaning from your feelings. So deep down you can know you're okay whether you feel okay or not. When my father died. I've never known grief like it. But I'm thankful I had this understanding. Because otherwise I wouldn't allow myself to truly feel it. I would have avoided it. But I allowed myself to really feel it. Because deep down I still knew I was okay. Didn't make it easy. Still blooming difficult. Still immense grief. But I think it moved through in a more healthy way. Rather my, rather my mother's grief became sorrow. She never got over it. So yeah, this journey is flipping difficult. Painful. But now you're going to be okay whatever happens, I think. Oils the cogs of our emotional experience so it moves on and moves through us rather than get stuck, get trapped. And we start adding more to it, resentment. And we dig ourselves a bigger hole. 
and that holds tension in our body. It's the worst thing we need right now. And I truly believe whatever happens, you're going to be okay. We try to control this journey of life. I had an analogy earlier today of trying to ride a rocking horse and trying to keep control of this rocking horse of life. And not realising the rocking horse, you're on this rocking horse, but in the back of a truck and the truck is driving. So no matter if you've got control of this rocking horse or not, you're on a truck and it's driving. And perhaps this truck of life is driving somewhere amazing, somewhere more amazing than we can ever imagine. We don't have to control this rocking horse of life, the ups and downs. It's going to be ups and downs. But what if, actually, there's a bigger picture and we're never going to understand it? I truly believe the energy of life is love. It's like a perfect parent. It's nothing but love and understanding and compassion. It's got our back. It wants the best for us. And we co-create our life with it. Yeah, so this journey is really tough. For me, it's not about having tools and techniques to, to manage our emotions. It's the worst thing we can do. I think that knowing we're okay, whether we feel okay or not, allows us to feel the emotion, not be scared of it. It allows it to move through and not internalise it, not keep tension and anxiety in our body, which is the worst thing for fertility and fertility treatment. There's research that shows that tension in the uterus is the worst thing you need. Whatever happens, you're going to be okay. At times, it's going to feel devastating. At times, it's going to feel painful. But you've got this. You've got this. You're stronger than you imagine. And at times, you want to fall apart. That's okay. You're human. You're human. You're not broken. You're human. You're not weak. You're human. <laughs>